Bandwidth Podcast. It's me and Jawadi today. Yes, sir. Um, so we're recording this the night before you listen to this, because, and we're delaying the other uploads because we wanted to talk about Champions League. Or I don't know about Jawadi, but... I wanted to talk about Champions yeah. League. I mean, I don't have as much to talk about because I don't, only saw one of the games and it was the right. with you. But Well, that's fine. Anyways, but like, yeah. Uh, and I, I felt like it would be better to, you know, do it sooner rather than later. Like, upload it as soon as possible yeah. after the results. It, it just wouldn't make sense for us to upload this one in order, you know, upload this one and then wait like four or five weeks to talk about what happened. Yeah, exactly. You know, four or five because weeks by then it would already be the next match day. Yeah. I don't know. This is something I want to do with like different leagues or like even just Champions League or international. Like, I don't know, kind of just after like a week of action or whatever, just yeah, yeah. kind of like commentating on like the results and like what happened. Yeah. yeah. And I be- I've seen all the highlights for all of these Champions League games. So I am going to do my best to remember most of them. But I think we could get some good insights here and uh, break down. We might have to pull up some of like the highlights and stuff, though. You yeah, know, will I, we? Even the Barca game, I didn't see the highlights for. I'm ashamed really? to admit. Yeah. Okay. Wait, you haven't seen the highlights for that game? I didn't even see the highlights. Dude, for it. okay, so you missed a fucking insane goal. Really? Show yeah. me. Okay, I'll uh, show this you. is gonna I'll be part you of it. I guess we can do live reactions to yeah. me seeing some some sick Barca goals. Yeah, I'll show you after. So, okay, to start. We have um, the first game of match day two of the Champions League. What Champions League was Atalanta versus Shakhtar, and my God, have the Atalanta started bad? Like, like I mean, it's their first ever season in the Champions League. These guys. Is that an Italian club? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're a good team. Very underrated. I believe Sunday picked them as his like, like dark horse team for the year. Right. Yeah. Like they're not doing so great. Eh? No, I would have backed them as well because they look really good. But the thing is that first day they got slapped by Dinamo Zagreb 3 nothing away. Got slapped and they got yeah, beaten by Shakhtar at home, which is never. It's a never good nice thing. to be beat at home. That's yeah. Sure. So I don't know what's going on with them. Just a poor run of form, maybe some Tottenham syndrome at the start of this year. Tottenham syndrome. Yeah, well, you know, we'll get onto that one very soon. Um, so yeah, it looks like after, you know, it's not, it's not like a complete death sentence, but after two games and losing two game, or sorry, after two games and losing them both in the group stage of the Champions League, it's kind of hard to overturn. Like yeah. they might, they might be drop into the Europa League or be out. At, at this point, I think they're dependent on results of other games too since they lost like those first two games as well. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. But the thing is that... They have to get lucky, you know, in order yeah. to even have a chance to... And win like pretty much every other game. But the thing is By that... Nice scoreline as well. Yeah, there's six matches. I guess if they win the next four, they should probably How get How many out. games are there? There's six in the group. Oh, I thought it was three. No, they should they should probably come out. Okay, so it. it's not even close to over then. In that yeah, case. but the thing is that once you lose, like, because they still have to, they haven't even played the best team in their group, Man City. Yeah, yeah, they have to win that one. Yeah, they haven't even played Man City, home or away. Okay, so <clears throat> let's move on to um, this next game. Here we got Real Madrid and Club Bruges two two. What a what a hilarious result! Yeah, that makes me happy. Yeah. That makes me very happy. It, it's just, just a meme, 
like scoreline. Yeah. But I believe okay. <laughs> the highlights. I'd like this, to see the highlights. Dude, for this it was one. fucking hilarious. Uh, both the goals. I think it was scored by some guy named. I think his name was Dennis. <laughs> like some yeah. He's uh like he plays this, for Bruges. Yeah, Bruges. Yeah, he's like this Bruges. younger guy. Both his goals looked so accidental. It was like one of, they one were of them. A nice goal. No, yo, one of them. This guy, like, he got that played. He got played into the box, and he like he like, you know, when you when you go to take a shot and you accidentally kick it with your standing foot first and then hit it with your other foot. Do you know what, what I mean? Like, kind of like a fake shot. If no, you, if you, but like, like no, not he, if, like, like not completely by accident. Like yeah. like he was running, and you know when you like. Okay, this is hard to say, but you know, you know. Okay, what? the people listening to the podcast aren't going to be able to like see what I'm doing right now, but I'm yes. just showing you like a demonstration to make sure I get what Here. you mean. Like, if I were to go and try and shoot it with this one, but somehow kick it with my left foot. Yeah, no, 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 but not. It doesn't go anywhere. It, you know, like you just touch it with your left foot a bit, like by accident before you shoot it with your right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, almost. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like almost like you're tripping over it. No, like like when you go to. You know when you go to take a shot, you plant your left foot. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like you touch it a bit with your left, and then it like moves a bit, and then hit it with your right, but not on purpose, like completely by accident. That's okay, what I this get guy it. Did. I get it. Yeah. He fucked it up. He fucked up the shot, and it still went in. And um, he still did get the shot off the with his right foot. I'm assuming. Yeah, but it was like completely by accident. Right. And then the second goal <laughs> was he was played through again. And he fucking tripped. He like he was like going to like take a shot, and he fucking stubbed his toe on the ground. And he, as he was falling, he like he like kicked it and tripped. It like it chipped over Courtois, or was it, or was it uh, Ariola, their new keeper they got from PSG? But I forgot that Courtois was playing for Real Madrid. Yeah, he's not really playing. They benched him because he's so fucking bad. He used to be the best. He was not never the best. Not the no, best. No, no, he, no. He was okay. never like. I have to be careful. He was never fantastic though. He was just a big guy, and he was overrated. He w- yeah, yeah. But if you looked at his stats, he was like, he was like pretty average. The thing is, I like when I was really into soccer. Yeah. It was more so like a couple years ago, you know, like maybe three, more than a couple, like three, four years ago. And back then, yeah, Courtois was on loan from Chelsea to Atletico Madrid, and so they, he went back to Chelsea. And the rumor was that he was going to be sold, and I was hoping so, so much that he was going to get sold to Barca. You have a better just, keeper now, to Sagan. Yeah, th- yeah, that's the thing though. At the time, I, it, it wasn't that way. Ter Stegen was like an eighty-two in FIFA. That's that's always my benchmark, like how I determine, yeah, like you know, the, the quality of the players, their FIFA ratings. Yeah. You know, that's a big thing to me. But he would, uh, Courtois was like an eighty-six, and he was so young, and it was like obvious he was going to become one of the. Or it was. It seemed like apparent at the time mm-hmm. that he was likely going to become one of the best keepers in the world. Yeah. So I just I wanted him to go to Barcelona so badly. And then he ended up and just staying at Chelsea, and then eventually. And then you got lucky and dodged a bullet with that yeah. one, didn't you? Yeah. Well, we have to stay. He was a ninety-one now, and he's young as hell too, so it's perfect. I, I don't think he's. I think he might be twenty-seven, twenty-eight now. Really? Yeah. But that, for a goalkeeper, he'll still have like four or five. Years. Uh, it's like his prime still. Twenty-nine yeah. is like when they hit the prime, you know. For and goalkeepers, goalkeepers too, yeah. yeah, that's the thing. They also have a little bit more of like a no a playing well, well, like lifespan, you know. Well, when a when a like. An outfield player is hitting his prime is around 26, 27. I think that's actually controversial. No, it's true, though. I I heard 28, 29. No, like your physical prime is like... 29, I heard physical prime No, but you're like entering it at 26, 27. Maybe entering it, but I heard... I don't know what I heard. That's the beginning of it. And I I can't remember where I heard it, which is also, you know, that's... 
I don't know, that can kind of also is a bit of a testament to the reliability of it. But I heard that 29 is like the actual prime. It could be the actual prime, but as you're... Like, your prime begins at 26, Well, let's Google this. Let's search this, because I, I think... The, I don't know. I've, I've always gone... But, so we Googled it. It was in between the ages 27, 29. Um, where were we? Oh, yeah. Okay, we just said uh, Real Madrid and Club Bruges. Just a hilarious result at the home of Real Madrid. Just Yeah, that, the fact that it was at the home of Real Madrid also makes it a little bit better, we were saying. Yeah. And then Man City, 2 nothing over Dinamo Zagreb. Just routine result. Also, we were talking about how we would potentially accept the sponsorship from Barca, but definitely not. I would never accept. We were were just talking about how it would be a a C-suite level conversation that we would all need to be involved in. They're both scumbag teams. (laughs) So they're not even comparable. Okay, you know what? Fine. Real Madrid is definitely We can both agree Real Madrid sucks. Like, we don't like Real Madrid, but Barca, I don't know. They've got class. They're known for, like... Do they? They they do. They do. Yeah. That's so questionable. Think about it. If you think of the epitome of class in soccer, one name comes to mind. Messi. The Barcelona veteran. I mean, come on. When I think of class, I think of, like, Xabi Alonso or Pirlo. But Xabi Alonso, he's definitely a legend, even if he played for Real Madrid. I don't know. Like, maybe... Then again, I also... I loved Casillas and... I'm, you're not gonna like this, but I, I also was a fan of Ramos too, just because he did, did oh so much for God. Spain. I know, I know. <laughs> Ramos is by far my least favorite player of all time. Chill, Pepe. No, I hate. You like it. Ramos more, than, or you like Pepe more than you like Ramos? I don't like either of them. I don't like Pepe. I, I like think they, though, both of those guys are fucking dreadful people. I think both Ramos though he's not as bad sportsmanship like or sportsmanship wise as Pepe is though you like you can go search that Pepe worst highlights it's terrible. But when those this guys guy, like walks on people's hands while they're injured, I you know, know what you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Yes. but um, like I jerk, I, jerk. I think Ramos that, is a is a great defender as well. Pepe yeah, like he's good. No, but they're you know, both good Ramos defenders. is one of the best defenders in the world. In Ooh, Ev- Evan's not gonna like to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> Might get some controversy from yeah, that. Front. In my opinion, I don't know. Pepe was a good defender, but he was just like, he was good because he was aggressive as fuck. Yeah. Like when it was Ramos and Pepe center back pairing at Real Madrid, mm-hmm. that's my most hated center back pairing of all time. I see Ramos. I dislike Pepe. I, no Ramos. I don't dislike Ramos. I like because of what he did for Spain. Pepe. I, I just. I think both of those despise. guys in their free time fucking drown puppies in their bathtub. <laughs> Or, man, they're just fucking bastards. Ramos, though, Ramos isn't bad sportsmanship-wise, though. He's, like, I don't know, he's... He is bad sportsmanship-wise. He's not terrible, He's though. very bad. Is, and not, my, my point is, though, not even comparable to Pepe. It's not even the same It is comparable. It's like, extremely really comparable. Good too. They're he's both, much better than Pepe, in my They're opinion. both very bad people. Okay, give me an uh, instant. I, I've never actually searched, like, Ramos bad highlights. You have to... Oh, my God. Was there a lot? There's so many. Really? <laughs> Dude, if I, looked at, if I looked that up, it would be, like, a half-hour video. Have you never seen the time? It's not worse than Pepe's. Dude, some of them are really fucking bad. Have what, you ever... What are you doing? Especially for... He for, doesn't dive. That's... I, that, he I does give dive. Resp- he dove in the fucking Champions League final against Juventus a few years ago. Did he get anything out of it? Yeah, he got a red card for Quadrado. Right, that's pretty, he d- and it was a huge dive. I'm not listen. I'm not a huge Ramos fan by any means. Yeah, and you know he does play for Real Madrid, which also like you know takes away from him for me. But 
I'm he, just saying because of what he did for Spain, like in, in the World Cup, he he was pretty pivotal for Spain. Like he did a lot. Yeah, I just think he's a dreadful person, and I don't know, man. If I, if I, I, I need to, I'm gonna do some a little bit of research on this too. I'm gonna search up should, Ramos highlights, yo, especially if you don't, because you were talking about Pepe's foul on Messi. Like, yeah, the one well, yeah, not a foul. On his it head. was after yeah. the foul. Like this, Messi's on the ground. He's like actually injured. You know, no diving, no yeah. Pepe bullshit. He's on the ground. He hurt his leg, and then Pepe's walking around, acting like, you know, he's checking on to see if he's okay. Looks around to see if the ref is looking. The ref's not looking, and so he takes that as a cue and he just steps on this fucking guy's hand, bro. Yeah, like oh, that no, was the, Have you never seen the, the one worst where sportsmanship? Have you ever seen the one where? Since you don't like fouls on Messi, <laughs> Messi's like running at full speed, and Ramos comes up behind and like winds up a kick and fucking like just kicks Messi so hard in the ankle. I haven't seen that. Dude, one. he winds up like. I guess we don't. We're not gonna pull that up because we can't. There's no video aspect. Are we? Know. You know what? Here, you know what? We're uh, we're gonna take a little um, a little pause here so I can educate Jawadi. Be right back. Watching a little. Um, Highlights package. A couple of montages. Max so, has proved his point. I, I've seen how some. filthy is that bastard? There was a couple of ones that were really, really and bad. we st- even stopped halfway through. One of them is just like he's handing the ball to Messi. Messi's about to pick it up and he just throws it in the air. Like he's what not a dick. sportsman-like at all. Yeah. No, not even close. Okay, so let's move on from that. Did we Red Star Belgrade three one Olympiacos? I mean, I don't know what to say about this. Like, I don't know either of those teams. I mean, like Belgrade, <laughs> that's you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll go for them because I'm half Serbian. But no, uh, never heard of the team before. We just pulled it up right now. I think I watched the highlights. It was just like a, yeah, not much to say about these two. Not a super notable game. No. Um, okay, so we got Lokomo. Actually, you know what? Shout out to shout out to our boy Marco who likes Red Star Belgrade. I think yeah. he was at a game. Oh really? Yeah, I think he was. Was it in Belgrade? I think so. Because I think... Because I saw something on his story. Shout out, yeah, Marco. Yeah, he might have actually been at this game. That's pretty fucking cool. I don't know if it was this game. Because... No, no, no. This one was on Tuesday. I don't think it was that. Yeah, I, I, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. It was not. Yeah, shout out, Marco. Yo, uh, if you're listening, we want to still have you on the pod, even if you're over there. We can... We we'll can do, do a, a video call. We'll yeah, do, do a, we can do a Skype call. And... and uh, yeah, Marco, we'd love to have you. Seriously. So. Yeah, bro. Miss you. All right, so next we have Lokomotiv Moscow and Atletico Madrid. So Atletico won two 0 away from home, uh, with goals from Joao Felix and Thomas Partey, the best name in football. Thomas, Thomas Partey. Partey, yeah, but it's it's not Partey. It's like Partey. Yeah. <laughs> Thomas Partey. The fucking goat, and uh, Joao Felix. I don't know how I feel about this guy. Like, uh, I don't have you heard about him? He's like honest. a nineteen-year-old Portuguese, like he's one 19? of the nineteen, I think, or twenty, <coughs> one of those. But he's um, f- he got picked up by Atletico Madrid for like over a hundred million. Really? From Benfica, yeah. Wow. And Benfica's always been good with those ones. They always get the players for super cheap, and then they flick they wait, flip the players for the you know for the high prices. Here's yeah. But here's the thing about that, is that you can never trust the numbers coming out of the Portuguese league. What do you mean? Oh, because, yeah, because most of the teams aren't that great. Yeah, that's the only problem. So, Joao Felix has been scoring. Like, Didn't Ronaldo come out of Benfica as well? No, he came out of Sporting. Sporting, true. Yeah. Um, no, but that's the thing. You can never judge these numbers correctly. So, 
Sean Felix has been scoring a lot, but the thing is that he hasn't been taking a lot of shots, and that's the thing that you want to see from like a great forward is mm-hmm. is like a lot of shots because like that means that they're able to get themselves in the right positions and like and if they're doing that, the only thing that has to improve is like a bit better finishing. But if this guy's finishing like most of his chances, the only place he can go is down. Do you see what I'm saying? I do. Um, I don't know. It's like, it, it's unsustainable. I'd like to see him play before I pass judgment, yeah. though. That's the only thing. Yeah, but. yeah, So, yeah, that's that game for you. Um, next, we have the best of them all. The one that... Bayern. Wait, we watched that. Did, wait, did you come watch that here, or did you watch that at home? No, I watched this here. Oh, yeah, we did watch this here. Yeah, it was I remember, 2-1 when I came. I remember saying and when... they scored when, five more, and you, when, you were when the they, happiest guy. Oh, yeah, I do remember. Because when they gave the ball away in midfield, remember I said, I'm like, this is a goal for sure. You can't do that. Yeah, you, I so, remember you called So, in case you don't know, 7-2 to Bayern <laughs> away at Tottenham. You actually see the smile on Max's face I, right now. <laughs> I am grinning fucking... Very happy yeah, about that result. Ear to ear. So... Yeah, I, I thought Bayern would win, but I didn't think it would be like this. And here's the thing, too. Um, mm-hmm. One of Tottenham's goals was a penalty, and it should not <laughs> have been a penalty. Yeah, and you were super hung up on this. And yeah. Even in the moment, you like, should have been 7-2. It should have been 8-1. Uh, yeah, and, and Bayern... Oh, that was funny as hell. <laughs> Bayern should have had a penalty because it was... Yeah, I, if you guys get a chance to watch the highlights, make sure to do it because... It was definitely a questionable penalty. It was. It was, for sure. And the other one was a questionable not penalty. But I don't know, 7-2, you know, you can't complain. I No, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying that also about this game... Um, okay, so Spurs were better than Bayern for the majority of the first half. Like, Spurs scored first. They, they created way more chances. But, like, literally three minutes after they scored, Kimmich hit a fucking fantastic, like, shot from outside of the box, just I, across the keeper and on the left, left-hand left side netting. So, yeah, that was that was glorious. So, Kimmich scored, Lewandowski got two, Serge Gnabry got fucking four goals. He got four? <laughs> yeah, he scored four. Who, who is he? Dude, we... Uh, I saw the game as we, were, as we were watching. You're like, who's this guy? Yeah, he's, I'm so unfamiliar with these new players because I'm, uh, you know, like I told you, yeah, like, my soccer knowledge goes back like three, four years. That's when like I was actually knowledgeable, yeah. and I just lost like every once in a while. You know, I'll tune in and like watch a Barca game or watch like two big teams playing. But mm-hmm. all these new players, they're so foreign to me. I don't, I don't know most of them. Yeah. So basically, um, Serge Gnabry, uh, he was. At Arsenal. He's a German player. But How he, old is he? I think he's 22. 22? Okay, so he's a young guy. 22, 23 maybe. Yeah, he was at Arsenal. And then uh, he was like loaned out to West Brom and stuff like that. And everyone was saying, oh, this guy fucking sucks. Like all the coaches were like, this guy's shit. Like he'll never play like professionally. Right. Or like, or like, he's just not good enough for the Premier League and whatever. Not good. Oh enough. yeah, I remember the commentator was yeah. talking about this. Not good yeah. enough for West Brom and stuff. Oh, maybe like, this was in a FIFA game actually. No, it wasn't. It was. Well, it was in that. Yeah, game. it was in that game. And you always use Bayern in FIFA too, so you know. Yeah. Sometimes it's difficult to discern which one is which. By the way, eleven nothing so far. Uh, yeah, they saw the Instagram post more than. No, like but one. they don't. They don't know the. You guys should know the bet by uh, now. Oh, yeah, true. Not you, nine. Okay. Yeah, they know the Forget bet. About that. <laughs> they know the bet. Uh, um, so far, we played 11 games. I've won all of them. You know, 
it might not last. My FIFA we'll skills see. are not what they've used to be. Or what they, yeah, what they yeah, used to be. We'll see. That's um, so, yeah, just like a dominant perform- performance from uh, Bayern. But yeah. also, like, their finishing was so clinical that I feel like they were lucky to score seven goals, to be honest. When you say, what do you mean? Like, they, like, they took all the goals well. But the thing is that they were lucky to score seven because everything they hit went in. Everything. Like, yeah. like on another day, it, like, Bayern would have well, won. Well, in the second half, in the second half. Yeah, on another day, like, it probably would have been, like, 3-1 Bayern, Maybe. to be honest. But, like... It was, they played very well, though, you know? They did, but... Fair play if to you, them. Look, like look seven. at the stats here. The shots, the total shots. 19 to 50 in Bayern's favor. Ten to eight in Bayern's favor in terms of shots on target. See, look. Yeah, I guess that it's not that skewed it, considering it like the results. Yeah, but the f- the uh, finishing was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <coughs> yeah, Bayern top of uh, Group B, Tottenham in third with one point. Wow, that's rough. So, so a lot so, more games to play. Yeah, I could go on and on about Tottenham's this game. definitely coming in second in that group. No yes. Doubt. I have a bet with um, my friend Chris at work that, like, before Champions League began, I said, I bet you Bayern's going to finish ahead of Tottenham in the and group. And he took that bet? Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't have taken that if I were him. Yeah. No, I'm because, assuming he's a Spurs fan. Yeah. You know, people's because, biases, they, you know, they impair yeah. their judgment. Because, well, at the start of the season, they... Um, I, I know, they made it to the Champions League. Yeah, finals. yeah, but Spurs were looking better than Bayern, to be honest. Yeah, but it's still Spurs, bro. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we... Next, we have Juventus and Bayer Leverkusen. Um, how far in are we? We might have to go through some of these a bit quicker That's than we have, but I don't know. No forcing it. Because some of these I don't know a lot about, but we can dive into Most it. Most of these I don't know a lot about. <laughs> Juventus and uh, Bayer Leverkusen. Man, I expected this to be like a 1-1 draw because Leverkusen is a, like, a lovely team. But um, So it was 3-0 to Juventus. Higuain, Bernadeschi. Juve is uh, pretty, like, you know, they're... They're pretty good, though. Yeah, you and know, Ronaldo also. I'm scored. not surprised they won. You know, yeah. Here's the thing. Juventus have not started well this season, though. Like, I, I have, think part of this is also you You have a bias kind of towards German teams. You, like, you tend yeah, to like Yeah, no, no, no. But the thing is that Juventus, bro, Bayer Leverkusen, not, like, I put that aside, like, for this. Like, Bayer Leverkusen. I think in 1-1, one, one, though, that's, I, I feel like if they were given the odds for this, they would have given Juve at least 60%. Yeah, probably, but... That's because some people don't know what they're saying. Like, they've started... Bayer Leverkusen has... No, I'm <coughs> saying, like, year. Vegas odds, bro. I'm saying, like, odds with, like, informed odds. I, I think that Juve was the favorites in this Yeah, game. for sure. Like, not but just, I like, think I just think that Leverkusen could have pulled it off on, on another day. No no um, comments on Leverkusen, because they, I don't really know them very well. You exactly, know because they have, like, a lot of young attacking talent that, like, very pacey and, like, good finishing... Um, I, you know, aside from Volland, like some good talent, and uh, yeah, they definitely weren't like this scoreline was deserved. Looking at the shots, Leverkusen didn't have a single shot on target all game, which is worrisome. Yeah, they had nine shots though. So how the fuck do you not even get one of those on target? Yeah, not a good day for Leverkusen for sure. That's a bit crazy. Um, but yeah. I, I don't know. Juventus have not started well. By the way, tomorrow is a, an insane game against... Or And if you're listening to this on the Sunday, 
that will be today. It will be Juventus versus Inter Milan, first ver- versus second place in Syria. I'm gonna watch that for versus, sure. Uh, I think it's a difference of two points. Really? Yeah. It's, it's close. Do you want to watch it after we play footy tomorrow? I'm down. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. I'm making plans on here. So yeah, um, that leaves Leverkusen in dead last place. Uh, there's something I've noticed about Leverkusen's coach though. What about him? He wins. All of the games he's supposed to against like little little teams. He's good under pressure. Eh? No. Oh, little teams only. Not not the little teams. Like the teams that are on their level, and the teams that are below them. He beats them all like like fucking great. Easily. And the teams that are above them, I don't know what's wrong with this guy. Like if he has some kind of like, like anxiety or some shit about facing like a team that or like some kind of complex. Where he thinks like, oh man, there's no way we'll be able to do this. And he just like shoots himself in the foot. But he loses every fucking game against big teams. All the hard ones were the... Well, to be fair though, in those ones, I guess they're the ones where he's not expected to win. I, I know, but he should be I mean, doing like, better. He, like, like he his name's Peter Bosch, the coach of uh, Leverkusen. And he took over after being in charge of Dortmund. Okay, and sure, sure. Yeah, and um, they... They looked good for a while, and then as soon as they came up against big teams, they got fucking slapped around. Like, it was, <coughs> it's a a bit of a bizarre phenomenon about this. Like, yeah. To be fair, though, like I know, but you should what, be what doing you're saying better. is he wins the games that he's supposed to, and he's just not doing like extraordinary. You know? Yeah, it's but like you know, if you're, he's a just, team, it just sounds like he's just a very average coach. You know, not nothing against this it, guy, but it just sounds like he's not doing anything exactly. exceptional. You know? He, yeah, he's not taking like a. A moderate, like, mid-tier kind of... And I'm saying mid-tier. I'm not talking about Bundesliga. I'm talking about just worldwide, you know? Mm -hmm. A mid-tier team he can't take and kind of do something... Like, for example, Leicester City. You know, they were a super mid-tier team. Mid-tier at best. Like, lower. In that season. Yeah, Yeah, lower. They were a low-tier. Yeah. You know, low-tier of the BPL and super low-tier of the world. Mm -hmm. But, you know, they took that and they they went and they... I think the odds were something like... If you were to put $1 forward... Just betting that uh, that Leicester City was going to win the Champions League that year. No, the the Premier League. Yeah, Premier League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for every dollar that you bet on that, you would have had something like three thousand dollars. I think it was five thousand to one. Yeah, five thousand, even crazy. Yeah, I think that's what. So that's an example of like a a coach who was winning the games that he was supposed to, but then he was going up against these exceptional teams. He was taking his team as a unit. And, you know, they were really all coming together and united, and he was doing something extraordinary with minimal resources at hand. But there's one thing about that, though. Tell me. <coughs> the coach was Claudio Ranieri, who is not a great coach. Well, He's kind of below average, to be honest. You and could say that, but, I mean, he has something very nice under his, you know, on his Yeah, he does, but that, that year was, like, a fucking freak season. Yeah, and that he, was a freak season. You can listen. I don't know too much about this guy, but the, you can never ever take that season away from him. What he did was incredible. I know. Like, yeah, you know? but no matter how good or he's bad also he is. A, like bang, like literally bang average manager, and he. I hate to say it because I liked that they won the title. He's an ordinary man capable he, of extraordinary results, <laughs> but they got lucky a lot. That you year. could say that, but I don't know. They did again, like five thousand to one, bro. How many things like that, like you see, really, like you know that? Well, yeah, that proves happening. my point. Like that's what I'm saying. Like they got lucky a lot. They picked up some good talent over the summer. Like you know, they had in Golden Conte and Vardy and Mares. Picking up the talent though too. He didn't pick it up. It was the manager above him. 
No, like, they have, like, sporting directors who, like, do transfers and stuff. True, I'm sure. I don't know, maybe I'm just playing devil's advocate here, too, but I'm sure he was also part of the process, you know, they were all in communications, like, they probably like, said right, this is what we need, you know? Well, he probably said, we need, like, a left back or something like that, and then someone, because Leicester City's a smart club, they probably went out and bought some, like, I don't know, they... I'm pretty sure they have a good like analytics department there because they have some great young I talent. I bet they do. When yeah, when things like this tend to happen, you know, when such an underdog team does something like that, yeah. it, normally there's like with not a lot of you money. You know what I'm thinking about right now? Moneyball. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> because that's the like the foundation of all these all these teams getting smarter. Yeah, yeah. using the data analysis. And, and I love it. Stuff. I think it's so interesting. So do I. And I I love to see it. That's why I like I like to see all these uh like little teams that are like, you know, they're getting smarter than than bigger teams, right? Like yeah, they're using like they're, they bigger have teams more are like more resources and they're using it like really to the fullest yeah, extent that they can. Exactly, it's incredible, you know, because the the amount of money they're doing these things, like as opposed to like for example, I don't know, Man City, Manchester United, these like well, Man City does have a. G- they have hundreds of wait, billions of dollars yeah, yeah. in their arsenal. At wait, their continue what you're saying, and then I, I'll say what I was going to say. About yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, like, them being able to do it on such a, like, minute budget as opposed to, you know, their counterparts who are doing it with hundreds of billions of dollars, I find it really impressive, and it's really yeah. a testament to how how much data analysis has helped them, among other things, obviously, too. Yeah, Man City, I was going to say, have, like, one of the best, like, departments for that. Too like for like talent identification for da- data analysis or for both. It's hard to say with Man City because the thing is that like, like, with them they can just see a player that's like doing well mm-hmm. and just be like, like we want him. You know what I mean? Like they can get whoever the fuck they want. Like because and they pay have it. the resources too. Yeah, know? but the thing is that what they've done well is they replaced like older players that were going out with better ones. Like you know Fernandinho. Do you know him? I've heard the name before, but he's I don't like remember a who like he is. probably one of their best players. He's been fucking insane like he's for a while. Old. He's like thirty five now. Okay, yeah, because I remember him from like the name from a long time. Yeah, he um, has been like a great defensive midfielder for a long time, mm-hmm. and this summer Man City went out and bought Rodri from Atletico Madrid, I believe, and he. They they just did that because he profiles like similar to them. Like they, this is something that. I believe most people can can find out just by using different websites online, but like finding players that profile similar to other players, like like how many like defensive. So him, Rodri and Fernandinho were very similar in like playing style. Yeah, and they found that out, and they were like, "We're taking this. We're gonna buy this guy because he's younger." How much did they buy him for? Do you know? Um, it, I think it was sixty, seventy million. Oh, that's pounds. a lot. Okay, true. Around there, yeah. But how old was he? I'm assuming younger. I, th- I think he's twenty two or twenty three. Yeah. Okay. But so he's young talent. Yeah, he's looking good. Um, There's so much young talent now. So much new young talent. That's Those why, because team, teams, teams are getting smarter. Like, because they they have these analytics things, and they realize that like, like why would you spend a lot of money on like an older player and stuff? You're not gonna get much like. If you're not going to get so much time and they have, like, no sell-on value and stuff like that. And the thing is, too, the technology is only getting better, you know? So as Yeah, that's why it's so exciting. I think as time progresses, we're going to have even more, like, amazing soccer players. I hope... I, well, actually, yes, that's I what I was I about think. to say I hope no one surpasses Messi, but honestly, I kind of hope someone does. 
you know, because it's just, a, it's amazing for the game. I, I love Messi and, you know, him being like a, le- a lifelong Barca player also is a great thing. Right? Yeah. As far as I'm concerned as a Barca Can fan. you fucking imagine, though? Can you imagine, like, whoever surpasses Messi? Can yeah, you that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> it would be crazy. Like, what is And he's, f- like, on top of that, like, the loyalty the Messi had, you know, that's also yeah. a big thing for it. Like, Ronaldo, he, he's an incredible player, but, you know, he's been, he's been around. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Ronaldo's been around. He started as sporting. He went to Man, <laughs> Man United, you know, Real Madrid, Juventus. But a lot of people might see that as a positive, though, that he's done it in many leagues. Yeah, and that is a fair argument. I don't yeah. know. I'm a Barca fan, so I, I can acknowledge my bias, you know? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think I think you can take that as a positive, though, to be honest, that he's done it in many leagues. I, I, th- I personally think Messi would have no problem doing it in the EPL, though. I don't think so. I think he would definitely be able to as well. Only thing Messi is, the only fuck. argument against this is Argentina. And how like how he's played internationally. Okay, well, look at the managers they've had for Argentina. Absolute. Yeah, that's dog the thing. Shit. Even even with that argument, I still think Messi would do like he could play just about anywhere. I think so as well. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, we got sidetracked from from Juventus and Bayer Leverkusen. Okay, well, let's move on to the next game. Here. <laughs> okay, we'll rattle these one, these ones off quickly. Um, Galatasaray and PSG. 1-0 to PSG away from home in um, Istanbul. used to be really good. <clears throat> but here, why have PSG been winning so many games one nothing? I believe it's something like the past five, not five, maybe like three or four games, they've won one nothing. Really? Like, I, I didn't even know that. <clears throat> I know against Leon, Neymar scored like a last-minute winner. I know their first game of the season, I think, um... Someone scored a last-minute winner, and again, it was, it was like one like they've been just winning one nil a lot, which is really weird for them, because. <coughs> I guess they're doing what they need to be though. You know, it's like yeah, good for them. I like I like what Thomas Tuchel is doing. I wish he came to Bayern instead though. I don't know who that is. He's a he used to manage Dortmund. Oh, he's a manager. Oh, look at the layout of this group. Oh, that's like, not we got <laughs> aesthetically PSG unappealing. And. PSG first, Club Bruges second, Galatasaray third, and Real Madrid in fourth. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I love to see it. Um, what if they don't make it through the <laughs> through the first stage? That would be hilarious, and they should fire Zidane. Is the know. manager Zidane still the manager? He came back after. Did Is he get fired in the first No, person? no, no, he left. Okay. Like, And it was so idiotic of him to come back. Is like, he, I, must, uh, I take it you're not a fan of his management style based no. on... Yeah, very weird. I I'm not like, like this has nothing to do with like. Not bi- me biases hating Ra- aside, you know. Yeah, this has nothing to do with me hating Real Madrid. Like, it just goes to show like, people are always like, oh yeah, he's a great manager because he's a, like he he. Man- he's a legend as a player. Yeah, right? and like players respect him and for that like, but bro, like he's not. He has no ta- like. There's no tactics with Zidane. It's basically like. Give me all the star players you can and put them on the field and be like, okay, you just go play. And he tries to let them, like, do their thing, kind of? Somewhat, but, like, he... Here's why he won the Champions League three years in a row. He won it through... Oh, that's RFC. I didn't even know that. Yeah, <laughs> with, with Real Madrid. <coughs> he had Ronaldo in, like, his years as a striker, a, like a peak striker, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Just going supernova every fucking game. Like... It was like Ronaldo would score every single game. They say Ronaldo also kind of acts like 
not as the coach, obviously, yeah. but he's kind of like a coach too on the field. So he that, is. You know, he's a he's a play he's a very good player, but he's also a leader, and he yeah. kind of sets up the plays and gets the team, brings the team together. Yeah, somewhat, which is very different from how Ronaldo used to act. But you know what, though, I respect results. So, d- despite everything, even if Sedan's tactics are amazing, the thing. him winning three Champions Leagues—that's but listen, volumes this this is a perfect example of what happens when you get lucky in soccer. Mm-hmm. Then you look like fucking shit as soon as the thing that's unsustainable goes away. You mean like, for example, being fourth in Champions League right now? Yes, in group? exactly. <laughs> as soon as. As soon as Ronaldo left that club, they're in complete turmoil. Last year, they didn't do too well, eh? No, they were so they bad last year. I know year. Barca won the Liga. They were so bad last year. They lost a ton of games in in uh, La Liga. I know they didn't they win too many. They got absolutely slapped by Ajax. <laughs> slapped by Ajax. And I think it was a round of 16. How, what was the score? Um, They lost 4-1 at home. Oh, Ajax? Yeah. That's pretty bad. Yeah, it is. <coughs> yeah. Um... So, no, I don't know. That's just an example. And they were lucky to make it through two, two years in a row. I mean, it, the, sure. Yeah, I'm not going to disagree with that. There even. were two games <laughs> in particular that they were lucky to get through. Uh, and, I don't and even that, well. I remember them perfectly. And as soon as I say them, that you're going to discount what I'm saying. Tell me. Against Bayern both years. Okay, well, I'm not going to completely discount listen, it, but I'm going to point out again. Ronaldo you know, scored. <laughs> you are biased. Listen, Ronaldo scored. This can't be biased. He scored two offside goals in in the first year, and he scored another two in the second. And they were verifiably offside goals. Yes, one hundred percent. There's no I'll, punch. Do you want me to pause it again? <laughs> do you want me to show me? Show me. Okay, be right back. So I just showed Jawadi. Um, oh my God, what year was that? Twenty fifteen? No. Yeah. Twenty sixteen. I think. The two offside goals, though. Yeah, two offside goals in one Verifiably game. Verifiably offside. Yeah, did 100% offside. And I. that's not even to mention the first leg had some, like, very bullshit stuff. And There was a whole montage of clips yeah, that there were was like, of, like, questionable refereeing yeah. in that one. There was, like, at one point the ball gets kicked at Marcelo and he sticks out his hand and literally, like, slaps it down and they didn't call a penalty. It was in the box. Yeah, see. Which that, like, that is more questionable to me than even the off, the second offside. And game. there was, like, at least three solid penalty shots in that one game. but That didn't get called. Yeah, at, for Bayern. And then there were... So, see, like, I'm... I do put my bias aside to yeah, do this. Yeah, sometimes up. it is just really what it is, yeah, you know? Yeah, that, like, and even to say, like, you, we watch, like, the PSG one as well, like, mm-hmm. that. Like, oh, yeah, I'm a Barca fan, you know, but that doesn't mean that every single time I'm like, oh, yeah, Barca should have won this yeah. one, you know? It's not always through a frame of bias. Sometimes it's just like, all right, you know? Yeah. Okay, so that. They really should have done that one. Yeah, that was a bit, oh, my God, that brings back bad memories. So where were we? So we did the PSG one. Okay, Slavia, Prague, and Dortmund. Don't remember this well. Dortmund, 2 nothing. Who scored? Oh, yeah. Hakimi scored twice, which is fucking weird. He's their left back. Scored two goals. <laughs> that's, that's a bit odd. I bet he's got high, high work rates. He does. That guy's absolute gas. He's so fast. <coughs> so, um... Wow, uh, Prague outshot Dortmund seven to four on target. That's a bit crazy. Um, and Dortmund sits top of the group for now. For now, ahead of uh, Barca, it's Prague, tied, and Inter. Yeah, it's it's tied, but they're ahead on goal difference. <coughs> so yeah, uh, no, let's just say about that game. Genk and Napoli nil nil. Just a what the fuck result. 
Um, whoa. Okay, so... Well, I've never heard of Genk before. They're a Belgian team. 14 shots for Genk, 18 for Napoli. Napoli had three on target, Genk had two on target. Thank God I did not watch this game. Yeah, it seems like <laughs> no, it was quite no. boring one. <laughs> Dear God. That sounds like a bad performance from Napoli. And, like, just ever since... Um, I don't know, Ancelotti, since he went back, or went to, sorry, went to Napoli, it just, I don't know, they, they've looked, up, like, bang average, not bang average, like... Bang not average? <laughs> it's hard to say, like, with Sarri, I felt like they were pushing Juventus harder than they'd been pushing a long time, but with, uh, I don't know, with Ancelotti, they kind of just seem like the third or fourth best team in, the, in Syria. Here's a game that... I wish I had watched instead of... Which one did I watch that day? Barca and Inter. Oh, you don't, don't tell me you're going to say... Oh. <laughs> Liverpool and uh, RB Salzburg. Man, I love RB Salzburg. They're such a fantastic team. Yeah, Red Bull Salzburg. Um, so, uh, in this game, Mane, Robertson and, uh, scored and Salah got two. Um, and... Red Bull. Didn't they sign some really big player? Red Bull's like one of the biggest players to ever go into the American League. Oh, no. no it no. wasn't Red Bulls. It was the other one. It was... Uh, You're thinking of Red Bull... New the York other Red New York Red, FC. New York Red Bulls. You're thinking of... Oh, this isn't <coughs> New York Red Bulls? No. This is Europe. What? The only European Red teams Bull, play... Red Bull, so... RB Salzburg. There's Red Bull is a franchise. They have a bunch of teams. I never they have knew RB that. Salzburg. Every single time I've seen Red Bull, I've always thought it was no. New York. There's RB Salzburg, RB Leipzig, RB or New York German. Red Bulls, and then there's also um, I think they have a team in like Asia somewhere. <coughs> yeah, so I don't know. I'm very like we're just trying to wrap this uh, episode up soon, but. Uh, I don't know. I'm very hot on on Red Bull. Like I think that they probably should have at least got a point out of this, which is like saying a lot considering that they were away at Liverpool and it's so hard to get anything out of Anfield. But um, <clears throat> yeah, I like the look yeah, of. Played to them. I didn't. I, I've never heard of like this iteration of the team. You yeah. Know? So I don't know very much about them. They had the exact same amount of shots and shots on target. Ten, ten each for shots and five each on target. Um, Erling Braut Holland scored. Who's if you know me, he's someone I've been talking about a lot. He's uh, just a. I think he's Norwegian. Yeah, he scored. I I first found out about him when he scored nine goals in the under twenty one World Cup. He scored nine goals. Yeah, in, in, one, in game. one game. That's fucked. Yeah. <laughs> what was the score? Nine nothing. No, it was twelve nothing. That's funny. Yeah, he scored nine in one game. He's nineteen, I believe. He's like six four, he's fucking insane. His dad was a a professional as well. Really? Yeah. Do you know Roy Keane? I don't know. Okay. Well, he's a Keane. The last name Keane sounds. <laughs> he was a familiar, Manchester United a midfielder, very, very keen. and uh, Roy Keane actually ended his dad's career. Like he really? broke his leg in like a bunch of places, and he could never play again. Fuck. Yeah, so uh, now Erling Braut Holland is back with a vengeance, and he's going to... Yeah, nine goals in one <coughs> game. So. I'd love if Bayern picked this guy up in a few years, or even next summer, because, my God, he he looks like an absolute monster. He, I'd like to see him play, yeah. Yeah, he. I believe he already has, like, three hat-tricks this what, season. What league is Red Bull in this, uh, Austrian. this version? Oh, it's in the Austrian? Yeah, the Austrian Bundesliga. Yeah, um... 
I don't know. I I love their and and you know like a lot of good players have come out of the their academy. Like, really? You know Sadio Mane, right? Do you know Mane? No. no. Do, no I don't. do you know Navi Keita? No. Okay. Well, yeah, for those of you that know, much. they came out of there. Like, the, there's a bunch of like very very interesting players that come out of that academy, and it's. I don't know. It's a team that I. Who did I say? Did I say Salzburg as my underdogs this year? I think I may. Have. I don't remember you saying that. Or no, I said Leipzig, as my I underdogs. Think so. Yeah, yeah. I, I know you said who Santa's dark horse was. Yeah, I think I said Leipzig was mine, and then <coughs> I would, you know, unofficially like to add in Salzburg as well because they're such an exciting team, and I love watching them. And uh, yeah, I think that they're the ideal example of like an in innov- Oh my god, in innov- Oh my god, I can't say it. In it. I cannot say the word. It's too late for me to say this word. (laughs) Spell it. (laughs) No, no, no. (laughs) They're... They innovate. Oh, (laughs) innovate. Dude, why can I not say that word? Can you say it? Innovate? No, no, say like, you know, ativ at the end. Innovative? Yeah, but it's like... Oh my god, I said it so wrong before. I was pronouncing it incorrectly. I'm... Yeah, it's, too, it's, a bit, it's a bit too late for me to do this. Two um, words at once and the, your tongue is kissed. Yeah, that was rough. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we... Yeah, they're... Uh, they're very exciting. Them in uh, Leipzig. And I like what they've been doing. So, uh, how many games we got left? We got Chelsea and Lille, Zenit, Benfica, Valencia, Ajax... Okay, do you want to just ignore these games and finish off with Barca Inter Milan? Sure, yeah. I'm, uh, as you can imagine, I'm quite happy with the scoreline. I saw it was one nothing, and I, you know, I was a little bit And we might stressed. touch on, on Leipzig-Leon after, but sure. just go. Did you... Uh, I didn't watch okay. the game. Oh, yeah, you, you, missed, you missed this fucking uh, Suarez goal. I think it was... Uh, <coughs> what's his name? Yeah, Latar- you told me La- there was one that was really yeah, crazy. Lataro but... Martinez scored in the second minute... Uh, He's looking like a great prospect. He takes a lot of shots every game from good areas. He's quick. I saw. I got the update on my phone yeah. when I when he scored, and I was like, "Oh, he's fuck. Uh, Barca." I, I don't know if you've been keeping up with like no, the yeah, they shit. haven't been in great form. No, they've been in poor. They're fourth form. in uh, in La Liga right now. Yeah, so deservedly I, so. It's a little stressful, you know, looking yeah. at the scorelines. I saw the one goal up, like, oh shit, like this isn't gonna go so well, you know. Yeah. But then I checked at the end. I was, you know, I was busy. I couldn't watch the game. I yeah. had like a test or something. And I checked at the end, and it was 2-1, and I'm like, just a sigh of relief. (sighs) (coughs) Yo, do you want to hear a crazy stat? Yeah, sure. These two goals that Suarez scored this game, that's as many as he's scored in the past two Champions League campaigns. Really? Yes. I know they haven't done too well in the past two, so... Yeah. Uh, yeah, that is a little crazy. How many games did they play in those two campaigns combined? Like, over 30. Suarez is a beast, though. You know, there's no... like I, I know also... <coughs> you know, I know Sante really doesn't like Suarez as well. But and I know that he, he also is a questionable guy, like, character-wise. Yeah, you know, he's going but he's a great striker. Yes. Yeah, he's a phenomenal striker, mm-hmm. and he plays very well, you know? So, I don't know. I feel like... It's just one of those ones. It's an off, off stat, you know. Yeah. Outlier stat. Because he is a very good player. There's no question about it. Yeah. I'm going to show you the uh, the goal now. We'll be right back, guys. Yeah, so we watched that goal by Suarez, that volley. Yeah, How it was crisp, a beauty. How crisp was that? It was a really, really good volley. Yeah, fantastic. Okay, so yeah, um, 
Let me just look at... Yeah, it seems like Barca deserved to win this game looking at the stats. But, like, it's kind of hard. It's also hard to, like, kind of tell because we're not looking at the stats of where the shots were taken from. So we need to be looking at that as well. But, you That's know, true, but it's also 17 to 11 and then 7 to 3, you know, so yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess it seems deserved. But then it's also an Antonio Conte team, like true. Inter Milan. And uh, they they tend to, like, look poor on stats because they like to defend, like... like no, I, like I get that. Some teams, they play well, but it doesn't reflect in the stats. No, 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 but, like, he, he he's such a defensive coach that, like, sometimes they might get battered in the stats. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. <coughs> Whatever, right. though, I'll take a 2-1 win. Yeah, so we missed a, a few games, but game. but there's too many to too many to cover here. We're already going. We've covered the big ones, I think. You know, <coughs> yeah, I think the really so too. notable ones. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. I I think we should do more like this, like just um, you know, reviewing. I don't know, even like a specific game we watched, or like yeah, just uh, different leagues, Champions League action. I mean, I think I'm down for sure to do this every Champions League like match week. Yeah, this is a good idea. Also, I want to hear what the viewers think too, yeah. the listeners. You know, we want to we want to keep you guys happy. So let us know what you guys want. Yeah, you know, and we'll we'll evolve and kind of mold it into like for you know? sure. We always want to hear what you guys have to say. Yeah, <coughs> yeah. Just uh, give us a shout. Let us know. Um, yeah. So on that note, don't forget to uh, subscribe. Like, to subscribe. The, yeah. Go oh. check us out on Spotify. Wait, most everywhere. Most importantly. Turn so noti- what on earth takeover? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Turn notifications on on uh, post Apple, notification on Apple Podcasts uh, so that you get a or whatever platform you use. But turn notifications on so you can get a a notification just when we um, when we upload. And uh, for those of you that don't know, that would be every Sunday and Wednesday. Right, not just Wednesday, as we established in the last yeah. podcast. Do you know? Do you know who said that? Do you remember the was, name? Um, your buddy from work. Yeah, but do you remember the name? Was it Chris? Or no. Was it Chris? No. It was... Uh, who would you tell me? Jeff. Jeff, okay. What do you have to say to Jeff? Sundays as well, Jeff. Don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks so much for listening. And uh, as always, guys, talk to you in a while. Later.